step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. As you move into your older and wiser years, you may have questions about your finances, your health, or what to do for fun besides watching young people try to figure life out. <laughs> The next hour is dedicated to you. Only the good die This is 50 Plus. Cause women never age and old school will always be cool. 50 Plus. Brought to you by the UT Health Consortium on Aging. Informed decisions for a healthier, happier life. Here's Doug Pike. All right, welcome to 50 Plus again, where most of us have been around long enough to remember that sticks and stones can break our bones, but words can never hurt us. Seems to me more and more people these days, when when anyone says much of anything, act like somebody just socked them in the mouth. Uh, Fingers crossed that we can learn again to laugh at ourselves, or there are going to be a lot of comedians out of work, that's for sure. I can't imagine some of our era's comedians. A A guy, Don Rickles, comes to mind, you would think. That's a tough one. So I put together what I think is going to be a pretty good show for you today. I'll share a little bit about that in a second. First, I wanted to share a story that comes from one of my coworkers here, a uh, reminder, if you will, that all of us who have youth and early adulthood and and middle age, and uh, we've got that behind us, and we've emerged relatively whole on the grayer side of life. All of us got to be careful where and, and how our money's being spent. So, so I'm passing this fellow in the hall, middle of the week, and we did the usual by asking each other how it's going. And since most of us around here have worked together for years and years and years, we actually do care about what's going on in each other's lives. So he tells me he's been helping his father-in-law go over finances, and a, a quick look at this guy's recurring expenses turned up some some pretty unnecessary insurance policies that essentially would would pay out almost nothing but because he's deep into seniority they're they're charging him a, a ridiculous premium those went out first and then he found a couple of more things that the father-in-law was being overcharged for but really not just providing any tangible benefit then had a similar conversation with his own mother chatting about what happened with the father-in-law and realized she was paying for two more life insurance policies, both of which, because of her age, were just charging crazy amounts. One of them actually was a whole life policy, and when they shut that one down, she got back twelve grand. So that's not a total loss. But just, I'm not telling you you don't need insurance. I'm just telling you to be aware of what you're paying, and aware of whether that money is going to actually kind of benefit your family down the road. The more senior we get, the more we need to pay attention to where that money's going. Uh, no matter how much we've got, really, there's just no sense throwing it away. Good idea to have a conversation with the family. Maybe see how our children are doing, even our grandchildren, and and ask ourselves if the money we're throwing at at some of these smaller policies might be better spent on something that can make our lives or, or their lives better in the now. Maybe we can visit your children and grandchildren more often. Maybe 
Uh, heaven forbid you could do something really cool for yourself before you're old to do that, too old to do that. Might take a hard look at that cable bill, satellite bill. Young people are leaving that and watching TV over the Internet. I don't know much about that yet, but I know it's not especially smart to have access to 200 channels. I'm paying for two, 300 channels. I have no idea how many I'm paying for, and I only watch about 10 of them. Satellite and cable need a la carte menus. And charge me by the channel. I'll stick around. I don't know. I got some neighbors who watch through all sorts of different systems. They see the same shows I do, but they don't appear near as much. So coming up, we're going to talk about two kinds of choppers. But I won't tell you much more than that. You'll have to stick around to find out. In the meantime, I'll tell you the story of the old rancher who bought a new bull. Only that new bull wasn't doing its job. A friend suggested he take the bull to the vet. And that's not going to happen. So the vet comes out to the ranch, has a little look at the bull. Vet prescribed some pills. And in a matter of days, that bull had visited nearly every cow on the ranch. When the old rancher called his friend and told the story, his friend said, Wow. What kind of pills did that guy give that bull? Rancher said, I don't know for sure, but they taste like peppermint. Back onto a more serious track for a minute. A reminder, as if we haven't gotten enough of them on the news lately, that we're riding through the peak of summer storm season this month. Dorian tore the roof off the Bahamas, beat up the, the east coast of this country earlier in the week, and ripped up half the coast, finally heading out. Gosh knows how far out north and up into the Atlantic Ocean. Weakening a little bit, but it's still still a mess. We had one punch in in Mexico just south of Texas this week. Another one in the Atlantic turned away from us, and now there's something spinning off the, the west coast of Africa again. Don't be scared, but do be prepared. Know what you're going to do if the water starts looking like a problem. Know what you'll do if the power goes out. I keep several of those portable char- chargers around the house. Anytime there's a storm anywhere near, I make sure they're juiced up just in case I've got a bug out of there or the power goes out. I know I can keep that phone going for a couple of three days if I have to. Got to do it. Just about time for a break. I'll try to hit this one on time. Uh, not so good at hitting my marks in the outdoor show over on KBME on Saturday and Sunday mornings, but I'm a l- on a little, a little tighter string over here. If you've ever told your spouses... We got a yeah. We got a full minute. Good, 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 good. I do want to. I want to stay on the storm thing for just a minute because I actually have some friends in the Bahamas that got beat up pretty bad by this one. And what what you hear coming out of there is that nobody thought these storms could get that bad. Now we learned a lesson in Harvey. We learned some lessons around here with Ike that they can. And a hundred and what it'd be almost one hundred and twenty years ago now in Galveston. There was a lesson learned that these these hurricanes can be really, really bad. So let's make sure that we're prepared. Let's don't let's don't get scared. Let's just be fully prepared to deal with whatever comes our way. If you ever told your spouse you were gonna run grab something out of the garage or out of a closet, got halfway there and had to turn back and go ask your spouse what you were going to get, you're in the right place. Welcome to 50 plus. Stick around. I could see They sure don't make them like they used to. That's why every few months we wash him, check his fluids, and spray on a fresh coat of wax. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Oh, it's so nice to be with you. 
pleasant little uplifting song. Well chosen, Mr. Simpson. Thank you. Welcome back, 50 Plus. Thanks for listening. We'll spend the next 10, 12 minutes, whatever it is, talking about our teeth, our choppers, if you will. If you heard my promotional spots during the week, you know what I'm talking about. And pretty much how to keep all or at least most of them in our mouths right to the end. Sometimes stuff happens that uh, causes even the most diligent caretakers of their mouths to, to lose their teeth. But if you do things correctly, says my next guest, you'll have a pretty good shot at hanging on to those chiclets for a while. With that, I will welcome Jenna Johnsrud, an assistant professor of dental hygiene at UT Health School of Dentistry and, always importantly, a member of the Consortium on Aging there. Thank you for your time, Jenna. You're welcome. Appreciate it. So if there were specific subjects like brushing, flossing, all of the dental hygiene things, what subjects would you say we're getting A's in, if any, and and which ones are we just failing horribly as seniors? (laughs) I would say that brushing could could be an A. Really? Okay, Uh, good. Most people brush. Not correctly okay, or yeah, often gonna, enough, but they right. brush. Well, so not maybe maybe an A minus then. So <laughs> maybe so. so. Yeah, yeah. For picking up the toothbrush, we get an A. This is an easy class yes, so far. Yes, I like I'm, that. I'm, I am happy about that uh, actually. Well, <laughs> that's a start. Let's go ahead and talk then about what it takes to brush your teeth properly. And, and since you can't be a you can't be a carpenter without a hammer or or a plumber without a mm-hmm. wrench, I'm guessing that. Proper brushing starts with the right toothbrush, right? That's right. Starts with the right toothbrush. There's a hundred of them in the drugstore. Which one do we pick? I would say um, it doesn't matter if you do power toothbrush or a manual one, but the most important part of choosing a toothbrush is to make sure that the toothbrush has soft bristles and that the size of the toothbrush head is appropriate for your mouth because they do come in various sizes. Right. Yeah, I've seen that. So how do you... What size? It's not one size fits all, Typically, obviously. no, but typically a size 35 brush head is um, average, and you could start with that. Okay, I can tell you right now that nobody listening to this show knew that there was a number on the size. <laughs> right. I, just, uh, I understand that. One's that one's smaller than know, that one, so now we'll have to look for it on the packaging. <laughs> that's correct. 35, it's 36, on the packaging. whatever 35, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All It'll right. be on the packaging, yes. Okay. And how Amazingly. Often, how often do we replace that brush? You want to replace it every three months, okay. and actually on some toothbrush brands, they have uh, a color indicator in the middle of the toothbrush head. The bristles are color-coded, okay. and that color coding comes off when it's time to replace the toothbrush. Well, that makes it very easy. Yes. I like that. I can follow that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting points <laughs> off for replacement, I think, every three months. Yes, every three months. Okay, all Definitely. right. Definitely. I also yeah. read, and, and now this one's a no-brainer, at least to me, that we're not supposed to share toothbrushes with other people. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong with that? <laughs> well, we oh. all know <laughs> bacteria can be transmitted to uh, from person to person. Yeah, we learned that and, in high school. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so, therefore, um, you don't want to share your bacteria with right. others because then you may end up with uh, periodontal disease or mm. something such like that. So, oh, you just dashed the hopes of so many young people who were listening to this I know. show for the first time. <laughs> something else I've already learned from doing this show, too, that we can share again now is that you're not supposed to brush your teeth like you're trying to scrape gum off a sidewalk. Let's talk about <laughs> the right. pressure we're involved That's in. That's right. 
That's right. We want to have gentle circles or what is also referred to as the bass neck. Te- the bass technique, which is just like the fish, the fish, okay. bass. Okay. And if you look it up, there are a jillion YouTube videos on how to do the bass pre- the bass technique properly. Is that, an, is that an acronym for something? <laughs> no. What does it mean? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> is that somebody's it is, name? It's a it's a it's a name. Yes, okay. it's somebody's last name. Yes, okay. sir. All right, fair enough. I, it's mm-hmm. to me. I thought about it the other day, and I think it's something like the way that maybe an archaeologist would brush the dust off a fossil. It's a very gentle. Yes, thing, it is it? very gentle. The mm-hmm. bristles. You want to take enough time to be able to brush your gum and your teeth. Uh, the gums are typically missed. And you want to have those soft bristles because they're flexible enough to get under the edge of the gum and scoop out the plaque that's hiding underneath there. So yeah. scrubbing back and forth misses that. Janet, John's root on 50-plus uh, here with us. I saw in the material I got we're supposed to brush twice a day for at least two minutes each session. Who the heck's got that kind of time, Jenna? Correct. Well, that's when an electric toothbrush is actually handy because they're actually proven by research that they're more efficient at removing plaque just okay. simply because they have timers built into them. They'll buzz when it's time to move to the next section. And they come with soft bristles. Yeah, that's good. Yes, and they vibrate or rotate and help you get those bristles under the gum tissue. And a, it massages a, the gum tissue. They do a better job overall, I would say. They do. Generally? And, but I, yeah, it just helps you slow down. Yeah. I uh-huh. saw I saw that um, one of those two sessions a day should be kind of a, a doozy with the floss, the mouthwash, the works, right? Like a correct. full-service car wash. That's correct. Okay. At night the most important time yeah that's the best because, one, yes right because you don't want to leave the plaque and the food between your teeth or on your teeth all night long it just gives it enough time to break the tooth down with the acids that the plaque produces it's very acidic and causes cavities and also develops the bacteria that uh, causes the gum disease Jenna Jones from the mm-hmm. UT Health Science Center Consortium on Aging. Join us on 50 plus. So speaking of this acid and the plaque and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't realize, but I read it in the material that I got sent on this, that we're not supposed to go just run into the bathroom and brush our teeth immediately after a meal. Talk about how the acid eats away our teeth like that. Um, actually, it's it's just better to have water and rinse your mouth okay. um, after you've had a meal. But um, the the issue comes not from having your meals during the day, but mostly from sipping or snacking all throughout the day, not giving your teeth a break where your pH of your saliva can go back to neutral or less acidic at least at some points during the day. When it continues to stay at a high acidic rate from sipping on coffee with Uh, cream and sugar in it, or if it's simply um, having snacks at your desk all day long, it continues to bathe your teeth in a high acid, and that causes the the cavities in the gum disease. Well, that gives me a second good reason, and here's what I've been doing lately, and it's apparently Mm -hmm. helping my teeth as well. When When I drink a cup of coffee, when I go back into the kitchen, the next thing I bring back to my desk is a cup of water. 
That is perfect. Split them up half yes. and half. Yeah. Let's not. That would um, be perfect. Let's focus on the gums for a few minutes too, because mm-hmm. you got to go right to the gum line, and that is helping mm-hmm. prevent fill in the blank. Now, What's the, that going to help us do? It's going to prevent um, periodontal disease. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you as long as you're getting your regular checkups. It's usually at least twice a year to go to the dentist. Right. Sometimes, as we grow older, we need to go three to four times a year to get our teeth cleaned, just depending on what's going on in your mouth and maybe some neglect from the past that you have to manage a little bit more and focus on. But typically, if you are massaging the gum tissue and making sure that those bristles get up underneath the edge of the gum, then you are getting more plaque out that way. So plaque is really the number one problem We've got to make sure that that plaque is disrupted every 24 hours in order to make sure that the acid produced by the plaque is reduced as much as possible. Ounce of prevention, huh? Wouldn't, yes. wouldn't be a proper dental interview if we didn't touch on flossing. Let's go back there for a second. Do we, <laughs> we need to do that every day, don't we? Flossing is once a day, and at night um, mm-hmm. when you're doing your third job, flossing can be done in front of the television. It can be done on your way home just once a day. If it, it, it disrupts that growth of bacteria, just want to disrupt it. And got to remember that there's as much surface area on, in between the teeth as on the outside of the teeth where we can see and brush on the tongue side and on the outside by your cheeks. I notice that my dental hygienist is way more patient and thorough when she's flossing my <laughs> teeth than I am. Is that because she's paid yes. by the hour? We've got just about a half a minute. What's the story on water picks real quickly? Well, they the work, good news good, about the water picks are good, especially if you have larger spaces between your teeth. Um, it does not take the place of floss. Uh, research has not shown that it can. But um, Waterpick has come out with a new toothbrush. It's on the market, and it's integrated uh, toothbrush integrated with Waterpick. So it sprays mm. the water while you're brushing. So the verdict is still out on it. All but right, it looks we'll good. see. Jana Jondrew, thank you so much. I really do appreciate your time today. All right, thank con- you. Thank you for your invitation. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Coming up uh, next bye. on 50 Plus, we'll talk about a different kind of choppers. Stick around. You'll find out what I mean. More 50 Plus coming up. We'll kickstart the next segment right after this. Old guys rule. And, um, women never get old. If you want to avoid sleeping on the couch. Mm. Okay, well, I think that sounds like a good plan. 50 Plus continues. Here's more with Doug. Get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around. All right, welcome back to 50 Plus. Thanks to Jenna Johnsrud for reminding us how to brush our teeth the right way. The good way. The way that'll keep them in our heads. That's good. We're going to take a little walk on the uh, the wild side now. Actually, a ride, I guess, with Wes Hemphill from Stubbs Harley-Davidson here in Houston. Welcome aboard, Wes. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, I understand, first, before we get any farther, you spend a little time serving this country, not just in the Navy, but in the Navy and the Army. Is that right? Yes, sir. I did uh, 13 years Navy, 8 years Army. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Preserve, and I did uh, 22 years working for the state prison system. Holy cow. Well, thank you very much for your service to this country, man. Well, thank you for your support. You're welcome. So, so on to why you're here with me. I got a press release from Harley-Davidson this week about a new trike. And, and since I'm seeing more and more guys kind of like my age or so on those things, I figured we might ought to talk. So you you know by any chance how, lo- how long Harley-Davidson's been making three-wheelers? Well, I don't – I can't say exactly, yeah. but, I mean, it dates back uh, into, I believe, the, the 20s or 30s. I mean, oh, wow. uh, Harley-Davidson for many years, were, it was a uh, – they used what they call a service car, which was a, a track that was used for uh, delivery things. Right. Uh, the t- police departments used them. Delivery services used them. Oh, yeah. And, uh, they kind of faded out in the 60s, and then they came back, uh, I, I want to say, a couple, maybe 20 years ago or so, 10 years ago. I'm not sure exactly Fair when enough. they decided to bring them back. But, uh, well, boy, have they yeah. brought this one back in a nice way. That's a beautiful – what is it, the 20 – it's a C, CB tri, Tri-Glide, is that right? Oh, the CBO Triglide? Yeah, yes. that's a sweet-looking machine yeah. right there, my friend. Holy cow. It is. Is the, the practical reason for going with three wheels instead of two for somebody my age, it would just have to be, they got to be a little easier to ride and a little easier to hang on to at a when you're stopped at a streetlight, huh? Well, that's the whole idea, and I'm, yeah. I'm finding a lot of, uh, of, of us older guys, I'm, I'm in my 60s now okay. myself, uh, as we get older, our, our, our knees start to get a little bit weaker, and, and these big bikes sometimes are hard to, to uh, keep up. But yet the thing about it is we don't want to give up the, the nice rides. So what they do is they get on the tri-glide. That way they have all the amenities that they had on their big dresser, but uh, they don't have to try to hold it up at the light, especially with the lady on the back. Boy, so it yeah. makes it a whole lot easier. It depends on your lady now, doesn't it? <laughs> well, and my my wife's a little old bitty thing, but still, I'm getting to well, the point yeah. now where when when her and I ride, I got to put both feet down at the intersection. Oh, so, I, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, that that's one. that's not an easy thing because the, these bikes that have so much, so many accessories on them, they're so tricked out now, and you you get just about mm-hmm. everything you get in a house for God's sakes on a motorcycle. Don't oh, you? I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, Harley Davidson's been doing real well. They got a very nice stereo system now. Uh, you got all the amenities. It, and you it got, really it, is. I ride mine every day. But I would think with a with a three wheeler, you're also and I don't even know. I'm just throwing this out, but you're also getting more storage, aren't you? Well, yes. You got the big tour pack on the back, which is a big box that uh, it uh, has plenty of room in it, and then you've got a trunk in the back as well. So you've got plenty of room to put your stuff if you're going on a long ride. You got plenty of room to put it. I forget the exact numbers, but I want to say it's somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, six square feet total. Oh man, you get all that. your all your vitamins, oh, yeah. all your medicine, all that stuff, huh? <laughs> Don't forget the CPAP. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, you got to have that yep. if you're going to spend a night somewhere. Is it fair to say I that, the, that the, the average people, average age of people buying three wheelers is higher than for motorcycles? Is that is that true? 
For the most part, probably a little bit, but uh, keep in mind something else, too. There's a lot of ladies that ride the big uh, oh, track okay. because ladies like all those amenities, too, but then the bike may be a little bit big for them to hold up. So I'm starting to see more and more ladies riding tracks as well. How many how many different packages are there for these things? Is it like cars well, uh, where you have different two levels? Um, sort of. We have okay. two different models that we uh, sell. we got the freewheeler, which is just a basic track with no okay. amenities on it. It does have a trunk on it just because of the nature of the track, but it's just a basic bare-bones motorcycle. Yeah, okay. And then you have the Triglide, which is the one that has everything on it. And then you have that CVO that you, you saw, which is the special edition that uh, they put all the extra bells and whistles oh, on. Oh, baby. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That's the one to put in the press release, I guess. Huh? That's a pretty snazzy machine. Wes Hemphill from Stubbs oh, Harley-Davidson yeah. on 50-plus here. Outside of race in West, does anybody still make motorcycle sidecars? Um, I haven't really seen any. Uh, uh, well, no, I take that back. I believe there's some uh, overseas companies that make sidecars, but that? most of the sidecars now are made aftermarket, and there are quite a few aftermarket sidecar uh, companies out there. I've been kind of looking around myself because I kind of like the looks of them. So. I, uh, you had to make aftermarkets for Harleys. I'll I'll confess I haven't been on a motorcycle in a lot of years. But back when I rode, I remember a lot of maintenance. I would suspect, and I'm just guessing here, that the maintenance on a, a shiny new Harley Davidson is is pretty easy to keep up with. Is that true? Is that a fair statement? For the most part, uh, yeah. Most of us mm-hmm. don't wrench anymore. Uh, you know, we, your hands start to get a little bit older. It's, it's <laughs> That's can't good quite, point. Uh, Grab things like you used to, <laughs> but the reality of it is, most motor, new motorcycles now they uh, they have fuel injection, they have uh, a lot of electronics in them, uh, so they're very uh, practical, they're very uh, dependable. So you don't have to wrench on them as much as you used to on the old bikes. Um, That's so nice. But they do have regular maintenance that you do. And you got your helmet on, so now you've got you've got wireless telephone. Your stereo's piped right into your your helmet. It's it's just so much more comfortable than it used to be, huh? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Harley-Davidson, most of the uh, tracks come with the, the dr- Tri-Glide. Uh, comes with a plug so you can plug your headset in and, and you Bluetooth your phone to the uh, uh, GTS system and you can sit there and talk on the phone as you're going down the road. It's you're a, really you're, nice, and they do have uh, Bluetooth headsets, too. You're a fellow who's been on a motorcycle for a long time. What's, what's the most yep. innovative thing you've seen come along in, say, the last 15, 20 years? What's the coolest thing that they put on motorcycles that wasn't there 20 years ago? Uh, I would say probably, from my own feelings, uh, it's going to either be the uh, fuel injection or the uh, the ability to tune the bike electronically. Uh, the, yeah. Back when I was riding, when I first started riding in the 70s, you had uh, a carburetor that you had to set on a regular basis, and you mm. had points and plugs that you had to mess with on a regular basis to keep the bike on the road. And now electronics takes care of all of that. Well, you know, the, and the beauty of that is if you compare a, a motorcycle to a car, you've got all that cool stuff in the car, too, but there's darn near no way to get up under the hood and find it all. I like the idea nope, of a motorcycle. True. There it is, just right in front of you. If you want to turn a wrench yourself, you can turn a wrench yourself, doggone it. About that, absolutely. Just buy a, uh, a shop manual and have at it. I, w- I was speaking of. I was over at the uh, the stub shop uh, during the holidays. I guess shooting some video, <sighs> and I was kind of looking around there, and I could see myself on probably six or eight different models. My wife not see may not see me on any of them, to be perfectly honest with you. But there's a piece of me <laughs> that, could, that, that could still climb onto one of those bikes, man, and really enjoy a long ride. Are there are there good motorcycle uh-huh. clubs around here where if somebody came over and bought one of those fancy new things, they could get get somebody to go riding with them right away? 
Well, I tell you what, there's a lot of people riding now, and there's a lot of different clubs for a lot of different places. For for the people that uh, listen to you that have never ridden a motorcycle before, just about all the Harley dealers have uh, motorcycle courses to teach you how to ride oh, so you can get your motorcycle license. And uh, the, as far as motorcycle clubs, it's whatever you want. Uh, you've yeah. got the civic groups. Uh, I ride sometimes with the uh, Patriot Guard riders and a couple of the veterans groups. Uh there's just just about any interest you want. There's a biker out there that, that has that same interest. So you got motorcyclists doing all kinds of things. Half you, can, of, you can do a, a run just about every weekend. Wes Hemphill from Stubbs Harley Davidson over there on Telephone Road. Thanks a ton for your time, buddy, and for your service in our military. I really appreciate that, man. Well, thank you for our chance to talk to you. And, oh yeah. Uh, I hope to see you all out at either Stubbs or San Jacinto. Come on by. I'll come check it out. Coming up next on Fifty Plus, we'll talk a little bit about money in the market. Stick around. Aged to perfection. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. A little sip of coffee to keep the battery charged. Welcome back to 50 Plus. Thanks to Wes Hemphill for giving us a scoop on those new trikes from Harley Davidson. True confession, I haven't ridden a motorcycle or a trike in a long time, but when I saw that press release this week, I thought maybe it was time to reconsider. Born to be wild, baby. Born to be wild. So we'll, we'll shift now to the financial world, which for 10 years or so has been on a nice upward run and, and has been true every time things go well for longer than expected. Some of us start to worry that the sky's about to fall. To sort all that out, I'll welcome Dr. Joseph Belmonte, author of Buffett and Beyond, Uncovering the Secret Ratio, I like that, for Superior Stock Selection. Thanks for your time today, Joseph. Oh, you bet. Anytime. Good. Yeah. So the markets have been really bullish for a long time. Is there any way to know, uh, and I I think I know the answer to this question, there's not really any way to know exactly when the pendulum's going to swing the other way, is there? Well, I've been in the market almost 40 years now. Uh, yeah, and I bet I can count on one hand the number of days when I didn't worry about the next recession. <laughs> well, that's a good point. So, the, yeah, that, so, yeah that, I'm constantly, but I'm constantly thinking about that, and that's why over the years we've designed uh, portfolios that allow us to breathe a little better. In other words, we want stocks, and that secret ratio that you mentioned is um, out of out of the uh, the research, and it's called clean surplus accounting. So we've de- devised uh, or, or dug up a ratio that we use that allows us to pick the stocks that are growing the fastest with their earnings and growing more consistently. So we've identified that, and that allows us to have portfolios that outperform the market averages nine out of ten years. And we don't take on any more risk than the average stock in the S&P 500 or the Dow 30. Now, out of that group, what we do is we go back to 2008 and 2009 when we had that last nasty oh, market boy. decline. I yeah, remember. Where, oh, that was horrible. Where the S&P was down at its lowest point, 50 percent, mm. which is just horrible. So. We want stocks that don't go down as much as 50%. Thank you. Because, at, yeah, at my age, I don't think I can stand that anymore. No. And I never could stand it even when I was younger. So we go back and we look at the stocks. And we like to think about McDonald's because everybody knows McDonald's. So we want to look at stocks 
that didn't go down as much as the market during 2008, 2009, and then say why. And when you think about a stock like McDonald's, we know that that company is in 106 different countries, and I'd be hard-pressed to name seven or eight countries. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and I used to be an engineer, so I, I did a lot of traveling. Sure. Still, 106 countries is beyond my imagination. Mm-hmm. But this company is selling food every day, every minute of every day, and they're making a profit each and every day, mm-hmm. every minute of every day. So that's the value of a company. So we have a company like McDonald's that's building up its value each and every minute. So when the market starts going down and it brings all the stocks down with it, I mean, there's very few that can weather a 2008, 2009 uh, debacle like we had. But if we can keep in mind that, gee, McDonald's is adding value, the price is going down, but is it the company that's causing the price to go down? Is it the lack of sales? And in the case of McDonald's, no, it's not because they're building value. The value is going up. Mm -hmm. And one day the market will stop going down and the first stock to be bought is going to be McDonald's. The one that's the most reliable. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so we look at stocks like AutoZone and O'Reilly because we don't want to be in the car business in the car stocks because they're cyclical. I mean, Ford was down 75% during 2008-2009. How smart would would you look, Joseph, if you had bought Ford when it was... You could have bought Ford and and GM for less than six bucks for the pair per share. Absolutely. Wouldn't you look smart now? Well, the thing is that you don't want to be in those stocks when the market starts going down. Right. Those cyclical stocks. That's and we're right. looking at the Caterpillars. We're looking at, at uh, uh, the Caribbean lines or, or Royal mm-hmm. Caribbean Cruise is down 75%. Las Vegas Sands Hotel was down 92% oh, my during that Lord. market decline. Still open. So these are, you know? Yeah, these are yeah. cyclical stocks, and we kind of want to stay away from okay. that, especially at our age. So we look at stores – or, or, or companies like AutoZone, which makes the car parts, because during recession, people are going to say, "I yeah, I got the money to buy a new car, but, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have a job tomorrow. Just keep a cut. Let's I get a couple of more years out of this car we have now. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Bingo, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and AutoZone and O'Reilly are two of those stocks. And, and uh, then we think about companies like Ross Stores and Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dollar Tree was actually up 25% during that market decline wow. because people won't go to the more expensive stores. They'll scale back a little bit mm-hmm. and say, let me go to Dollar Tree. Let me go to Ross Stores. Uh, let me go to Home Depot. Sure. I'm going to fix up the house rather yeah. than buy a new Yeah, one. get a can of paint. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So AutoZone was up 32% wow. during that market decline. O'Reilly was up 55 I can't even hmm. imagine that. And I did have those stocks in my portfolio. That's a big so swing. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we want to, when we start thinking about that nasty war recession, we have to get out of cyclical stocks. Because right. as you mentioned, Ford and GM, boy, when the economy is going good, those stocks will take off. Caterpillar's mm-hmm. great. You, and, uh, and, and, and as I, even the cruise lines are sure. absolutely great hotel stocks. But once that recession, once they start mentioning that word, the big R, then all of a sudden they start selling those stock, stocks off immediately. So we want to be in recession-resistant stocks that yeah. uh, people go to during a recession rather than stay away from during a recession. 
Dr. Joseph Belmonte on 50 Plus here. Is it fair to say that most investors really don't know enough to be thrilled or scared? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I would have to throw myself in, in that basket, too, because I know I know just a little bit. I know enough to be dangerous if I was making my own picks. And so I, I entrust it to somebody else. If somebody wanted to, let's say somebody wanted to take a swing at it and immerse themselves in it and educate themselves the best they could, and they had a portfolio of X, what percentage of X should they throw into that pot that they're going to manage themselves first to find out whether they can do it without losing the whole X? Well, they might want a little guidance so they well, can yeah. their pitch yeah. against the professional. I mean, if, if people go to our website and say, hey, I want a 30-day free trial, we are going to send them at our entire portfolio sure. and how it's performed and say, and every day we're going to remind them of why they're picking these stocks. Yeah, good so point. Then, yeah, and, and because they have access to us by, by our, our website, they can email me and say, really, what do you think about this stock? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell them because I, when I went back to school to get my degree to learn about the stock market, uh, I, they talked me into teaching for a while. So I was teaching the investment classes. And uh, so there's a little bit of teaching uh, left in me, and I am sure. – more than happy to help people uh, help them with their portfolios and we do it for free we 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 do it for nothing because we have a large subscription base of people who are supporting this method and say i like it it makes common sense you know and if it makes common sense it's easy to select a stock that makes common sense you know and, and it, it really does come down to that you cannot invest with your heart can you Absolutely not. The worst thing, and I, and I just saw a, a statistic by a PhD out there who wrote a, 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 um, a whole thesis, or I should say dissertation. He says when a stock goes down in our portfolio, we suffer twice as much as when that stock goes up. <laughs> in other words, the happiness that it brings mm-hmm. us going up is magnified twice as bad on the downside. Uh, well, yeah, and, because you you expect it to just continue going to zero. You get scared and you run away. Uh, yeah, and, and that, that comes back to our opening dialogue mm-hmm. here when we say we want stocks that we know are gaining in value yeah. during a recession. And sooner mm-hmm. or later, the price will turn around and catch up to that value and then shoot ahead. Like our picks usually after recession – will double the S&P returns after a recession because those are good stocks and the people around the world, not only in the United States, but around the world are buying the McDonald's, they're sure. buying the AutoZones, they're buying the Ross stores, the Home Depots. And so they'll go into those stocks first. And and uh, even though it hurts for a while when the price of your stocks are going mm-hmm. down, you Doesn't know it? inherently that the value is going up. Yeah, that's what you have to make sure that you differentiate between something that's a knee-jerk thing and a, and a luxury item that looks really good while it's running up during a, a, a hot economy. But, man, you got to just hold your nose when those things go down and see the value in buying them when they look like they're just going into the tank. They'll turn around. Hey, thank you so much, Dr. Joseph Belmonte. Buffettandbeyond.com. Two T's in that Buffett, too, huh? that right? Did I get it right? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. If you want to live at the beach like Jimmy Buffett, you've got to learn how to invest like Warren Buffett. All right, I got to run. Thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week. Adios. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.